Do you love the Mason Vera Payne show? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then keep listening. It's time for Team MVP. Uh, Team MVP is a show about your life, covering everything from movies and games to technology to politics, but not the stuff you hear about on the news. Coming to you from MVP Studios, Team MVP starts now. Team MVP correspondent Brian Altimer here live from MVP Studios in Chicago, and thank you for tuning in. Well, in an attempt to create a definitive database on how often police officers use force on citizens, the FBI launched the National Use of Force Data Collection Program in 2019, imploring police departments to submit details on every incident and not just fatal shootings. But now this database is at risk of being discontinued. And joining me to explain why this database was created in the first place and the whole discontinuation process is police and program manager at the leadership conference on civil and human rights Bree spencer hey how are you doing hi i'm doing well thanks so much for having me on today okay so let's get right into it so why was this database created in the first place i thought you know as far as local police departments that they kept tabs on use of force through just regular police reports yeah, so that's mostly true, right? That the police departments at their local level are tracking to some degree on their use of force. But there has been no national collection of this information. So it's been really difficult for anyone to identify trends, really get down into the numbers, do any analytics around national numbers on police use of force. This database was created by national law enforcement agencies because they wanted to see a complete picture of what use of force was like in the United States. I'm assuming once they collected all this data, that they were going to use that data to, in a sense, push more police reforms, correct? I mean, I guess I'm skeptical about whether or not the FBI was ever planning to push police reform. But I suspect that there were, that maybe if you ask a civil rights organization like Leadership Conference about what they would find by collecting that data, might be different than what the FBI thought they were going to find by collecting that data. Why are agencies not held responsible for not submitting a report to this database? Because I, I would feel something like this would help with police accountability. That's why I'm interested in it. I think we do need a national police use of force database, but the important caveat for me is that it should be mandatory, as you are mentioning, that police firms are required to report into it, and it should also be available to the public. That's another piece that's missing from the current national collection structure. Yeah, so participation in the current National Police Use of Force collection, data collection is entirely voluntary by departments, which is an enormous problem, given how secretive most law enforcement agencies kind of tend to be, specifically about this type of data. Why are they not being held responsible? Because no one's holding them responsible. The FBI's failure, DOJ's failure, illustrates our government's sort of shameful inability and unwillingness to hold police accountable. We're talking with Bree Spencer, she's the police and program manager at the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights. I know here in Chicago, we have a COPA, which is kind of like watching the police and collecting data on, on things that, that happen in the Chicago Police Department. Do you think that something like this should be more on a local level with police departments nationwide rather than having the FBI who have skeptical motives? Yeah. They have a history of not being open and honest with the public, for sure. The data that's being requested from the police departments, are they from state prisons and the police departments or just the police departments? Yeah, that's a great question. That's actually something that I'm still trying to figure out. So I think 
My understanding is that the local collection, right, where they're actually getting data from, like the Chicago PD or the Milwaukee PD, is coming, that's mainly focused at the police level. Database, the National Use of Force Collection structure also takes in data from federal agencies, and the federal agencies are inclusive of the Bureau of Prisons. I think that on the local level, they're looking at specifically policing data on use of force, but when they're doing the federal collection, there are some prisons in that. Now, will the FBI and, and other entities like the DEA, would they be required to submit to this database as well? There's no requirement. It's voluntary for them also. So right now, I think they're at about 57% participation from local jurisdictions into the database that have submitted some information. And there's about 38% of federal agencies have put the data in. I mean, the fact that it's voluntary is a big, big problem. Considering the fact that all this stuff is voluntary, do you think something like this should be mandated? Yeah, I definitely think it should be mandated. So actually, I don't know, have you heard of this project that Leadership Conference is working on called Accountable Now? No, I have not. I can so Leadership Conference has been advocating for a national police use of force database that is available to the public for like over seven years now. And finally, in 2020, we got tired of, of saying that it was necessary and nothing materializing. And so we started it, we decided to stand up a template for what we think a database like that could be. And so it's this program called Accountable Now. It's a project of the Leadership Conference. It's a website, and you can find it at accountablenow.com. And there's currently... 148 jurisdictions worth of raw data about police use of force on the site through our progress map. And we partner with NORC at the University of Chicago as a group of data scientists to do a lot of work around the criminal legal system. And they've analyzed 30 cities, including Chicago, worth of data, which is actually available on the Data Explorer. And what I really like about this project is I think it really does show a, a map, a, a roadmap forward for what a national police use of force database could look like. It needs to be done by somebody like the federal government who has the ability to mandate reporting into a structure this, like this. We really can't lose sight of the fact that we don't just want the data collected, we want it disseminated. We, we want members of the public to be able to see in black and white how police are treating members of the public. So through Accountable Now, you're able to see that for a certain number of cities. They're only collecting data on when police kill people, when police like seriously physically harm someone and when they discharge their firearm. The number of types of force that are not included in that are legion, right? I mean, if a police officer jumps out on you, takes you to the ground, and then realizes they got the wrong person, wrong situation, whatever, and says, okay, you're free to go, that's still a use of force that matters. Right, right. That's still harm being created in communities. And so we want to make sure that, and what we're advocating for is when there is a national standard of mandated collection, it be robust. It shouldn't be just three types of force. It should be all the types of force. And there you have it. Bree Spencer, she's the police and program manager at the Leadership Conference on Civil and Human Rights. Make sure you guys check out civilrights.org and accountablenow.com. Go to accountablenow.com. Bree, thanks so much for joining me. Thanks so much, Brian. Love what you just heard? Team MVP is brought to you by everyone's favorite unabridged millennial, Mason Vera Payne. Let's be friends. Connect with us at Mason Vera Payne on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Got a question or comment for the show? 
Email contact at masonverapain.com and make sure to check out masonverapain.com to catch up on what you missed and get fresh content multiple times a week. That's masonverapain, P-A-I-N-E, all one word, dot com.